Hello. Welcome to Locked on Taps. Jeep, how you doing? Doing excellent. Hoping to uh, get a little pod in here today. Yeah, I think we're going to fire out, uh, change the format up a little bit. I think we're going to fire out a series of uh, kind of shorter pods doing a draft preview. How does that sound? Ooh, I like that idea. All right, so real quick, we're going to do some draft previews of a couple positions. What did you want to start with today? Um, let's probably focus on something where we think the Hawks are going to go. I mean, I think we're looking offensive line is what I would think, maybe cornerback. Yeah, let's talk a little offensive line. So there's some people, uh, there's some some targets people are hot on early in the draft. Who do you think might be there for us at 18? Um, I mean, I, obviously Quentin Nelson will be gone. Um, there's and a, that's, that's yeah. the guard from Notre Dame, right? Yes, he's the man beast that throws people around and pretty much the best player in the draft. Yes, absolutely. Throws people around like you or even more so? Uh, he's He's approaching that level. Okay, that's good there. That's pretty significant. So <laughs> Quentin Nelson would be a dream. So if he slips into the mid-teens, it's time to get excited. But he will probably be gone. So who's more realistic? Um, you know, his teammate and his partner in crime in college, Mike McGlinchey, who's an offensive tackle. There's a chance he could be there for us at 18. Um, I think we're probably looking more at guys like Colton Miller out of UCLA who I don't necessarily really like that much. Um, yeah. yeah. I, and I don't so know. I do know tackles. I do know you like uh, this, this guy out of UTEP. Tell me about him. Oh, I love me some Will Hernandez. <laughs> he's basically, you know, he's Quentin Nelson light, I guess is how you'd say it. I mean, they've got a lot of the same similarities. They're just mean, nasty guys, guys that you want. If you're trying to rebuild your running game and, and get back to the power of football, you know, you can't really go wrong with Will Hernandez if you can't get Quentin Nelson. Yeah, for sure. And then on the on, on the tackle side, we talked a little bit about uh, McGlinchey. Now, there's a guy people like Isaiah Wynn out of Georgia. Is he going to be around? He will be. He will be. And that's that's a that's a good one. And and I know we've got some buddies that really like him. Um, you know, he played at a huge, high profile college at uh, at Georgia, and obviously they had a lot of success running the ball. Um, yeah, he would. I would be excited with him also. Okay, so it's prediction time time for you, Jeff. So okay. what we're going to do right now, I want you to give everybody one name for an offensive lineman to take into the draft tonight. What is the one name that would be exciting yet realistic that we would like to be there at 18 if we draft somebody? Ooh, at 18? I just I, – I mean, I, I guess I would say I don't think we're going to pick at 18. Um, okay. I actually – I could see us staying in the first round, maybe picking at 31 and trading okay. with the Patriots. And then at that point, I think Will Hernandez or Isaiah Wynn would be awesome. Okay. I don't want like, to make, I don't like either of them at 18. Really. Okay. Okay. But later in the first Isaiah Wynn and Will Hernandez. All right. So the, yep. those are the two names to keep in mind while you're watching the first round of the draft towards the, towards the end of the first round. And we're going to be back. I think later today, Jeff, to talk about corners next. So yes. Get your, get your talk ready for corners. And we'll be back, and we'll give everybody a name to watch there. Sounds good. All right, bro. Go Hawks. All right, go Hawks. Hawks on tap with Steve and Jeff. Jeff, it's time for the triple play, episode number three today. You ready? I'm so ready. I love all these podcasts. It's good. You know, some people do it old school and release like one or two a week. That's not how we do things. <laughs> that's, that's amateur hour. That is amateur hour. We what, what we like to do is not do anything for three months and then hit you with seven podcasts in one day. <laughs> We've got a lot of pent-up frustration. We do, pent-up aggression. 
and yes. not just and not just in the bedroom, Jeff. Also, oh, well. also with the Seahawks. So yes. hey, we're going to talk a little bit about the safety position. And before we get to our draft targets, I, I think we have to start real quick with a discussion on Earl Thomas and what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the elephant in the room. And right now, you've got a pretty big uh, staring contest between the Seahawks and Cowboys. <laughs> Unfortunately, Earl gave away all of our leverage by basically he's begging Jason Garrett to take him. So that doesn't help. But at the same time, I guess you could say we have the leverage because we have the Hall of Fame safety, and they're the ones that want him. Yeah, so quick recap. Uh, at, at the end of the, the Cowboys game last year, when we gave him a beatdown, slash barely beat them, Earl runs over to the Cowboys locker room and says, y'all want me, come and get me, uh, basically screwing us over and he'd like to play for another team. Which I'm a little mad. I'm a little mad that he used that line. That's the line I usually use when I walk into the club, you know, and I, I say that to my ladies. <laughs> Y'all want me, come get me. You know? I don't think Earl understands the impact that line has, at least when you say it. They just, everybody he, comes flocking at once. I hope he used it responsibly. Yeah, I hope he did. That can lead to, to mass riots and yeah. really lots of other things if, if you're not careful. So, you know, I've heard a lot of talk of, hey, would you trade Earl for a number one draft pick? Would you trade him for a couple of number ones? And, oh, yeah, yeah, but that's totally unreasonable. Why would you trade, trade a couple of number ones or even a number one? for a safety who's, you know, who's, who's 30 and, yeah. you know, and, and is a great safety, but the safety, there's plenty of good starting safeties out there. I just don't understand why the Cowboys would give up that much. Uh, and it appears they're not going to. Yeah. I, I think all this pie in the sky, we were going to get a first and a third. I'm pretty sure John Snyder's the one that leaked those. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. So the, the late, the latest rumors are, are you back in that, outhouse with your cricket phone trying to record this <laughs> i i knew i knew that's good work yeah metro mobile look out for metro mobile <laughs> where jeff gets his gets his cell phone from so, yes so you know i think that so the latest news that was just uh, we were suspecting that was confirmed today is is that the cowboys have basically offered a number two for earl um and i know a lot of people think man he's a hall of fame safety we got to get a one but i don't know I'd, I'd be thrilled if we got a, a number two for another discontented player who's going to leave for sure after this season yeah and the, you're not going to replace earl thomas you know you can all we can do is love all the things he's done as a seahawk and but here's the thing i mean we are not going to win the division this year. Um, the Rams are stacked. I mean, we could, but, I mean, the Rams are all in with their rookie quarterback deal. The Niners look to be strong. They got $100 million in cap room, plus they got a bunch of draft picks. I mean, we, we could lose Earl for nothing at the end of next year if we don't re-sign him. So, plus, I'm at the opinion, I wouldn't even give Ken freaking Griffey Jr. a third contract if I'm a general manager in these things. You get your first deal of four or five years, you get an extension of four or five years. After that, somebody else can pay the the market value for a depreciating depreciating asset, you know? Yeah, outside of quarterbacks, when does that yeah. ever work out? It, True. Quarterback it, might be the exception. It, it rarely ever does. So, no, I'm totally with you. we got to let it move on. All the ones that we've signed have really not, not panned out for us. So, Right. Totally agree. So let, let's say Earl does go. <clears throat> we got Bradley McDougal, or as we call him, the dudes. And yeah. he's a capable starter at free safety or strong safety. Behind yeah. him, we've got two rookies in Delano Hill and Tedrick Thompson. Maybe they can play. Maybe they can't. Uh, right. If our recent draft history is any indication, the answer is that they can't. Uh, <laughs> so 
we're going to need some depth. And who is available in the draft that we should be taking a look at? Well, it just depends on when we go after these guys. Um, you know, the first round, obviously, you've got Derwin James, who's a freak. We're probably not going to get him. Although it would be interesting if we get to pick 13, 14 in the draft and he's still on the board. And if we know that we're going to, if you know, Schneider and Carroll know that we're going to trade Earl Thomas and recoup some picks. Yeah. So and and people, allow us to stay yeah, in people, one, people you know. who like the draft, uh, like me, but aren't, aren't, you know, obsessed with it like you are going to yep. know the name Derwin James because all the early mocks had him going to us at 18, <clears throat> had yes. Derwin James falling. Um, and then I tuned out and apparently he shot up to the top 10 in the meantime. So it sounds like yeah. he might be going pretty early. Well, basically all he did was blow the doors off the entire combine and pretty much test higher than most safeties ever. Yeah. So yeah, that helps. helps. That, that tends help. to help your draft stock. That, that'll help. So is, is there somebody we'd look at at 18 or would we only consider safety maybe at the beginning of round two? Yeah, I think, I think you're looking tail end of round one, maybe other than that, you're probably second round. And then I actually, you know me, I've always got my sleepers for later in the draft that I'll yep. drop on you here in a few. But, let's but, hear them. What do we want? Okay. So here's a couple late guys. I think I'm talking fourth, fifth round, probably. Okay. Um, I think it's Crookshank. Uh, does one of them work for uh, Does one of them work for Verizon so they can get your deal on your cell phone? Maybe. I, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they have family who work for AT and T and can hook you up, put you on their friends and family plan. That would be huge. Yeah. It's okay. People know we're legit. The cell phone issue is not going to matter. Totally. (laughs) Okay, try again. Who do you got? Dane Crookshank out of Arizona. Crookshank. He, I believe, is a little bit like Minka Fitzpatrick in the the fact that he can cover receivers. He can play the slot. You know, he's just Mm -hmm. a freak athlete. Um, I think that's, you know, almost like a honey badger. You need guys that don't just play one role they can fill many roles you know they can play they can be very versatile i think yep. you'd be that guy yep yep no that that makes sense so definitely especially you know with more spread offenses in the league and everything uh that's important to have safeties that, that aren't just hard hitters but they can also cover guys uh, and i know i know that you like white dudes or black dudes with white names i do that works out well for us so i'm gonna drop on you a white guy with a black name Oh. I think would be good. Okay. Actually, I'm not that? sure how black his name is, but it's Troy Apke. Troy Actually, Apke. That's pretty white, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just trying to say Troy is a black name? <laughs> that's good. So, he's like Jason Seahorn or something. Nice. Or nice. like Adam. Actually, Adam Archuleta is who he is. There we go. There we go. Well, so you I, I would you are in the you are in the ninety seven percentile of all cell phone plans for sure. <laughs> it's it's really outstanding. You should be pretty wow. happy. So I'm gonna have to give this a quick listen and see how great it is. It it is. Everybody's gonna be subjected to it. So hey, we're for for our podcast extravaganza. We're about at the day, daily limit. Wanted to do a little Earl talk, a little safety talk, but but don't worry, we got more for you later. Boom. All right. Hey, that wraps up the safety position. As we get near, as we near the draft, we're getting there, and we'll be back later. I think it's time we go back to the uh, offensive side of the ball, Chief. Ooh, maybe a little running back or maybe, receiver. Action? Yep, I think you can count on one of those coming at you. Wow.
That sounds good. I'll uh, I'll go see if I can pay this cell phone bill and get some better reception. <laughs> oh, I'm all a, right. I'm gonna get my bars up. All right, you do that. <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> later. Thanks for joining us. Hello and welcome to number two of our draft special. Jeff, you ready to go for another round here? I am so ready. I thought you might be. We so we talked about offensive linemen real quick. Now we're going to pick it back up with cornerbacks. That's corner with an N. Are you ready yes. to roll? I am ready to roll. This should be a, another position that we should be looking strongly at in the draft. Uh, early, possibly even. Um, you know, after losing Richard Sherman, we've definitely got some work to do. We haven't re-signed Byron Maxwell. You know, there's definitely a need there. Yeah, with, without a doubt. It's a position that's thinned out for a little bit. Uh, I think it might be a lot of addition by subtraction. Sherman's obviously good on the field. Distraction off it. Jeremy Lane is a turd both places. <laughs> so, luckily, that should clear things out. So, hey, yes. uh, Jeff, I think most people on the board have uh, Joshua Jackson of uh, Iowa first on their board, at least high up there. Any yeah. chance somebody like that is available for us at 18? I think there's a pretty good chance of it. Uh, Denzel Ward is probably the number one corner. Um, I think he'll go top 10, top 12-ish. Um, and then I think because there's going to be so many quarterbacks taken and there's some edge rushers, um, you know, a running back obviously going to go. They could push a guy like Josh Jackson down to it. The thing I like about him, you put a Seahawks 25 jersey on him, he is a spitting image of the system. It would be like uh, uh, didn't lose. Did you just walk into an outhouse to finish that sentence? Is that what happened? <laughs> that is that is super helpful. Uh, so, what targets are we going to be looking at but, uh, that might be, might be available at eighteen? So, obviously, hey, you're back. hey, can you hear me? Yeah, that's better. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on here. Damn technology. Um, at 18, here's a guy that I like. I, he doesn't fit the Seahawks mold of get a, getting the long armed type of quarterback cornerback. I love Jair Alexander out of Louisville. The guy just competes so hard. He's nasty. He might, he actually reminds me a little bit of Justin Coleman though, in the fact that he's probably mm-hmm. more best suited for a slot role. So I'm yeah, more of a nickel corner. Go. I do okay. like him a lot though. Nice. Nice. And uh, I don't know, would you, would you be happy if we drafted a corner? Let's, let's say even we trade back into the early second round. It, it, do we have positions of greater need, or are we going to be happy if we get a corner? I, I, I would be happy with a corner. Um, I, I think we can get one later on also. There are some targets I really like later on that I think would yeah. probably be just the same. Uh, maybe not the same, but would, would be within reason of what we'd get early. Yeah, if we can get if we can get ninety percent of what we'd get early, you know, lower in the fourth fifth round, it, right. that's probably the better value for us. There's definitely a bigger cliff with offensive line, so if you don't get one early on there, you're in trouble. Whereas corner, you might be able to wait a little bit on and still find some good value later on. Yeah, a more even distribution, if you will. Exactly. Exactly. So I have I have a dark horse I'd like to add. Uh, uh, I, I think I, bet, I, think I might know who it is. Do Do you? <laughs> This would be pretty impressive if you knew where I was going. Is he from? Is he tall? I well, I don't know. Is he brown? Is he clean? <laughs> if he is, invite him in. <laughs> <laughs> this is a corner. This is a corner. My dark horse from Virginia Tech, Ooh. named Greg Stroman. Really? Now, yep. Now the reason I think the Hawks are going to draft him is I think this is a draft they get back to their legacy of drafting black guys with white names. 
Oh, that, yeah. Like that served him in the past when they drafted people like Earl Thomas and Richard Sherman and Patrick Kenneth Ber- Yep, and Kenneth Bernard Wright Jr. Oh, and all these all these players performed and they performed really well. And then we got it. We got away from that. So I think we're going back to our roots. We're going to draft dudes with first names like Greg, and we're going to get back to what we're good at. <laughs> that is an interesting theory. Don't forget my boy Sam Adams. Also. Yes. Yes, for sure. It's really a staple of what the Hawks do. Russell Wilson. I mean, this Dang. is all. This is a winning strategy that we've gotten away from. So I'm I'm, I, I'm excited to get back to it. I don't Paul hate Richardson. It all. Ooh, they're everywhere. Yes, I would never guess what he looked like. If you just tell me his name, I would not picture him on the field looking like that. So really, if you could put a like the third after the person's name, then they're probably a target for us, or at least should be. <laughs> exactly. So Greg yes. Stroman the third, Gregory Stroman the third, my undercover target at corner. I'm going to give you a couple dark horse corners that okay. I think we could be looking at in the fifth round, seventh round. I'm going to take a guy from Virginia Tech that played along with your boy, Greg Stroman, Brandon Fackazin, I think is how you say his name. <laughs> I don't even know how to say his name. I just know he's tall and a badass and what? is tall. So that, That's um, all we're after. You, you, do, you, do like, you do like that hype in your corners. That's for and sure. then I do like Holton Hill out of Texas a lot. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Um, I do like Isaac Yadam out of Boston College. He's another guy that I can see us going for. Okay, so let's let's do what we did last time. Let's say we trade into early round two, and we yeah. take a corner early round two. Who is realistic yet would be exciting at that spot? Ooh, a couple guys here. Isaiah Oliver out of Colorado. Okay. Be stoked for him. Mike Hughes out of Central Florida, which could team up with Shaq Griffin just like mm-hmm. they did in college, and just start the new Legion of Boom. I would like yep. that. Yep. Um, other than that, I mean, Jair Alexander, I think, might be there. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I can give you a guy I can almost guarantee the Hawks will pick. Who's that? This is a lead pipe guarantee, okay? A this lead a guy pipe guarantee. Okay. Yes. I don't even know that's, what that means. I no. heard it on Mike and Mike a few years ago. That's how um, ironclad the guarantee is. It's a brand new. It's a brand new type. So I would be willing to bet almost anything that we end up picking this guy. Okay. And one of the main reasons is because he's not on hardly anybody's board. And you know how we like to try to be smarter yes. than everybody else. How smart everybody guys. Yes, we yes. do. So this this young man is named Simeon Thomas. Okay. Out of, out of Louisiana Lafayette. Okay, six four, plays corner and is uh-huh. a great athlete. Wow! And rumor has it the Hawks have had him in at the VMAC for a visit, um, doing their due diligence on him. And he's he's just a guy that I think fits our athletic profile. Um, I think he's not on anybody's board really, so that means we'll probably take him in round four or five. Um, I would I, I would bet that we take him in round five. That's that's okay. Okay. Logic would like say it. you could get him in round seven, but I think we take yep. him in round five. So a six-four corner. We're keeping our eye on it. I like it. All right. Yep. Let's wrap up the corners. We're going to be back with another position to be determined, but that'll be a couple names to watch uh, tomorrow and maybe Friday if we trade back. But uh, I think yep. we'll at least pick up a corner somewhere in this draft. We may need to talk about uh, the Earl Thomas thing and if he's going to go to Dallas or what. We are. Let's let's do let's do talk about that. Maybe we'll throw yes. that in the middle of these of these draft. Uh, maybe we'll do safeties and talk about Earl Thomas. Deal. All right. We'll be back later with another one on safeties. Later. Later. <laughs>